0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Me and Ashley have taken a short hiatus.
1: Long. (laughs) Uh,
0: Much longer than we anticipated. Uh, We started last year with the podcast. We was ready to go and then I ended up having to take a job which took me out of town during the week and uh, school started. So it was just... Real crazy time, and it kind of, you know, bogged us down in time to be able to produce podcasts like we want to. But now we are back where we're free, got some free time, and we are excited about some new and upcoming podcasts. We got some things that God has laid on our heart. Um, And just really, I think, I mean, Ashley, maybe you can, you know, agree with me on this. I feel like, you know, God has just got us in this sweet, tender yeah, season um, of and, worship
1: him, worshiping him and praising him.
0: Yeah, and and we just I don't know I just I want to share that I, I just for me personally I just I just want to be in His presence I want to be closer to Him and but I don't want to be there by myself like I want others to enjoy yeah. the presence of God. Uh, but at the same time, we're gonna you know kind of discuss some of the the tougher things, uh, you know, that it takes to, you know, what it is to be in a Christian, you know, there is the the warfare side of things and and that can be difficult to navigate Uh, and so hopefully through some of these podcasts that we do in the future can kind of help you navigate that without wanting to give up and uh, because I know I've done that in the past myself. I've had this, you know, this grand idea of what Christianity is supposed to look like. And then when I didn't get it, I felt like God loved all the Christians more than me because I was getting it wrong and they were getting it right. And I just would just walk away from the faith. And, anyways, that was so far from what was reality. Uh, But today's podcast is true joy will never come from self love. And Ashley wanted me to reiterate that we are supposed to love ourselves, but the self-love that we're talking about in this podcast is like being lovers of yourself, like uh, loving yourself above everybody else, everybody else's needs, uh, really just being self-centered, and uh, that's kind of a a good segue maybe into our first question, what is self-love? And the scripture I got for that is 2 Timothy 3 and 2. It says, For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, and unholy. So, Ashley, what is self-love?
1: You just said it. You just said it. Um, living for yourself. And not that we can't do things that we find joy in for ourselves, but putting continuously putting your needs, or if I continuously put my needs above my husband's needs or my wants, putting if you continuously put your wants above someone else's needs that you know that is i think i kind of think that's what we're talking about um
0: well Ashley brought up a good scripture when we was getting ready to do this podcast she was like well you're supposed to love yourself even the bible says uh, love your neighbor as you love yourself
1: but a healthy a healthy love of yourself like um that's hard for me I've dealt with shame so much in my life um, and it's and it's been hard for me to see myself as Jesus sees me. That's That's been my main
0: struggle. Um, and I think that's true self-love. When you truly see your value in who you are and who God sees, then you're able to truly love yourself. But I think the self-love comes from a lack of knowing who you are in christ therefore you're trying to create some kind of importance of who you are from vain things
1: right instead of finding your identity in christ and if if we can find who we are in christ then our self-love for ourselves is pure and as jesus sees us not as we see ourselves
0: yeah So if I'm trying to find all these things to create my self-importance, it blows up my ego, and it blows up my pride. But if I begin to see the worth in who I am on how God sees me, the Father sees me, Christ sees me, it begins to humble me because it's so magnificent.
1: Overwhelming.
0: Yeah, and I think of the verse, and you've heard me say this a bunch, but uh, I'll mention it on the podcast, is that... Like, you know, when when I'm when I'm on a backpacking trip and I and I get to some just epic scenic view, especially like a up on a mountaintop. And I'm looking across the vista and and I just it's so big and it makes me feel so small. But then I realize that how no matter how big that is, is still a speck in the universe. And I think about the God who created us who created the heavens and the earth, created everything in the universe. And I always think about the verse that says, he who created all the heavens and earth, who am I that he is mindful of me? Yeah. You know, and then I also began to think about all those things, everything, people, man would just love to be able to own and, and have power from. God just spoke it. He just said, hey, this is what I want. And when it came so, it satisfied him. And if I had the power to do that, if I had the power to just speak whatever I wanted into existence and it satisfied me, would I have a need to purchase anything? So if there is something that God purchased, how valuable would that be? The Bible says that he purchased us. And he bought us with this unbelievable price. You know, the one thing that's the most valuable to him, his son. And so if I began to see how valuable I am in that aspect, that God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son so that nobody should perish, right, but have everlasting life, then I began to understand the love that is, I can love myself, but it's not a self-love, Um. And then, if I learn how to love myself in that fashion, if that's the baseline for how I love myself, then I will. I will then give my neighbor lots of grace, you know, a love that has space for grace. Um, and so, yeah, I think. I think to answer the question of what is self-love, I think. To answer it, it's really good to actually discuss what we've been discuss- discussing that is, there a difference between self love, mm-hmm. loving yourself, or a self love that is full of pride, you know, being a lover of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, uh, just rebellious and ungrateful and unholy. Right. <clears throat> but to segue into our next question. Um, if we're asking, you know, the title is True Joy Never Comes from Self Love. And if we identify what self love is, now I think we need to identify what joy is. And I got some good scriptures here for that.
1: Well, um, Whenever Adam said that we're going true to do the podcast on true joy will never come from self-love, instantly I thought of what true joy means to me. Um, to me, true joy is the joy that I get from Jesus, from God, that no matter no matter what I'm going through, I have the joy that God has given me, and I know that I belong to Him. I know that I rest in Him; that I can give Him all of my burdens, and sometimes that's hard because I can worry about them instead. But yeah, same here. true joy for me is the joy that I get from God. Um, and I also have a—I have a verse. Adam Adam outdid me with some good verses, but I have a verse. Um, you want me to? Yeah. So, John 16, no, John 15, um, as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have spoken these things to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. Mm. And that's verse John fifteen verses nine through eleven, and um, and it says so. His joy, so we follow God's commands, and we have the joy of Jesus. We have Jesus's joy in us. It's not just our joy; it's the joy that Jesus has.
0: Yeah. And one of the verses I have is 1 Peter 1, 8 through 9. It says, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an unexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your soul. So our faith, come, our joy comes from faith in him as well. Um you know, in that faith, the faith that believing he did what he did on the cross to justify me and from my sins, cleanse me of my sins, and I've been made right with the Father. There's the, there should be, like, to know that, just that simple truth, mm-hmm. that I don't have to get what I deserve for all the filth I've done in this yeah. lifetime. Yeah, yeah. That I've been I've been freed almost like if I was sentenced to death, like I'd done something and 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 I'd got a death sentence, but then I got immunity. How joyful would I be of that? Right. So, well, I so, mean,
1: really, in, in all honesty, we did like we maybe <laughs> not in man's world we haven't done anything that's deserved an actual death sentence, but in the eyes of God, you know. Look at if we hadn't if we hadn't confessed our love and belief in Jesus Christ being who he says he is, then we would have been you know yeah,
0: the truth the truth of it is is that if there was no if there was no Calvary, if Jesus didn't pay that right. price for our sins, we're out. We're out yeah. when it comes to to eternity. We're doomed. You know, the thing is is that it seems so far away from us and we're so like immediate and reactive that we really just don't think about eternity. Mm-hmm. But when we begin to think about eternity and think about oh man, what what I what I'm supposed to be getting and what Jesus did on the cross to keep me from getting and what I do get is way beyond what I ever deserve.
1: Absolutely that's joy that's joy yeah that's, that's joy
0: and i think i think a lot of times we get joy and happiness confused with one another because happiness is like an immediate thing
1: yeah
0: it can go just as fast as it comes
1: joy I, is yeah something solid
0: so it's like even when i've you know and you actually she 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 lives with me she's my wife she knows some of the mental health battles i've i've had with depression and self-image and all these things but even then through all that you know those seasons of healing and trying to figure out uh who i am and all these things i still even though there may have been moments i wasn't happy there are always moments that i was joyful for what christ done for me right. you know and what he you know and the blessings he gives us he also blesses us yeah, he 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 will bless us. I mean, it may not be like a uh, what we would think, like a lottery winning blessing. Yeah, but we have a home, we have family, like mm-hmm. we're, like we're rich we and have many a other. Th- yeah, man, <laughs> that little dude. I wish I I wish I, wish I was filming this right now because I would show y'all a picture of that sweet little thing. But but yeah, so I think that's a good point to drive home and say, you know, we confuse. Joy with happiness. I had to write a paper on can money buy you happiness? That was the title of the paper, and the conclusion that I came up with is, yeah, money can buy you happiness. Right. Money could also take it away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But joy, money joy came can't buy joy. Evolved.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I
1: remember that paper. And,
0: and the thing is, is you know, like that old song uh, they used to sing at Good Hope. Uh, uh, my joy, the world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take That's it away right. That's you know right. let's see
1: and I find joy um i fo I find pure joy in being happy for others when when God sends me to help someone um, when I can be a help to someone when when I'm when I can clap for others when they succeed when I can lift others up in in prayer and um, and man the main thing I find I find so much joy in worshiping in worshiping Jesus worshiping God who He is He is He is my Savior and my Messiah um, my King and. When I meditate on those thoughts of who he is, there's nothing but but joy in me.
0: And that's actually kind of a good segue into the next question. Where does joy come from? Where does our joy come from? It comes from the Lord. Comes from the Lord. Our joy comes from the Lord. And why? Because He is our everything. He's our everything. There's there's a verse here. uh, Let's see. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, It's in Esther, eight and seventeen. It says, in every province and in every city to which the edict of the king came, there was joy and gladness among the Jews, with feasting and celebrating, and many people of their nationalities became Jews. Uh, many people of other nationalities became Jews because fear of the Jews had seized them. But the joy they had of this new king, you know what I mean. If we're truly making Jesus the Lord of our life, the King, of the Kings, then there should be that joy of, He is my King. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially when we've we've been in a in a in a in a time where you know we've relied on leaders that have just let us down one after another, um, and I ain't gonna, I ain't making no political statement here. I'm just saying, we've had some leaders that have let us down. Uh, but to, what if there was one leader that just came in and just outshined everyone and made our life solid and made our life good? Jesus, how much joy would we have? Well, like you said Jesus Jesus, we have that mm-hmm. we have that and our joys should come in you know our joy should come from the fact uh, that we do have a king that has came and uh, and 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 I'll kind of go back to something you said here too then it kind of leads us into our last question because <clears throat> you made a great point. When we celebrate others, instead of being jealous of their achievements, we celebrate those achievements. We find joy in that. Yes. You know, and so how do we... What's the opposite of self-love? It's loving others. And how do we love others is... We put others above ourselves. And that's the last question. How do we put others above ourselves? And I actually answered this question, is to serve. How do we serve our fellow man and woman and find joy in that?
1: Well, John 15, just a few verses down, says... No one has greater love than this, that someone would lay down their life for their friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, and that's, that's to lay down their life, you know, for his friends. Um, and we don't, I haven't had a situation where I've actually had to lay down my life but what if, what if I have a new a new a friend that is a new Christian, you know, to put to put her needs and her wants ahead of what I'm doing to by make giving
0: them time
1: by giving them time to make sure she has a, a solid view of who Jesus is and what He has done, you know
0: one of my favorite verses and I can't tell you where it is at but it's one of my <laughs> favorites great. uh it says uh Jesus says they, you they will know that you are mine by the love you have for one another and how can you love one another if you're not if you're not serving one another and you're not celebrating one another and you're not uh you know putting others above yourself. And I think, I think that's just, that's the Christian heart. Now, I think the world wants to try to take advantage of that. And the minute that they don't get what they want out of us, they shoot out. Well, I thought you was a Christian. You know, we don't, it doesn't mean we have to be a doormat. It doesn't mean that we can't set healthy boundaries because if you don't, I mean, there's people that will, you know, absolutely zap you. Um,
1: John thirteen thirty five says, By this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Yeah. Thirteen. John thirteen thirty five. John
0: thirteen thirty five. Little little Bible thumper there pulled it right on out, <laughs> didn't she? But yeah, I'm I, I just, you know, I don't even think you can truly love yourself. Without knowing how to love others. Yeah. You know, and, and how you love others is knowing. How Christ love loves us. Yeah. yeah.
1: And knowing, right, is exactly what she was about to say before I cut you off. Yeah. And knowing the love that Jesus has for us, for who we are. He died, he died for us while we were still sinners. Yeah. You know, to die for a righteous man, maybe, but a sinner, you know. Yeah. That's love. That's powerful.
0: Yeah. He died for a, a bunch of people that did not deserve it.
1: Yeah. Us, we not, didn't deserve it. Not,
0: there was not one person on the planet that was worthy enough of the price that Jesus he paid, paid. for us. Yeah. Can't find joy in that, man. No, that is that's, joy. You, you know, absolutely, that's joy. Well, guys, I, I've truly, truly enjoyed me and Ashley getting back in front of the mics again and just sharing our heart. Um, uh, I, I just, you know, there's going to be more.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's,
0: there's, there's going to be more. Uh, I'm, I'm not in school now, and I just got a lot more time. And and uh, I, you know, God has given us this vision of ministry, uh, you know, via media outlets. And so this is what we're going to invest our time in. And if you've listened this far, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, And I don't know if our podcasts are just going to be, you know, ground shaking, change your life overnight, but it is definitely seed sowing. And uh, I hope you can feel the love through the mic because... The reason we do this is because we do love you. We love you no matter where you're at. Yes. You know, um, if you're a drug addict, me and Ashley if both have a history of that. You know, we love you. We understand if you battle mental health, depression, suicidal thoughts, we understand that. We pray for you. And so, um, yeah, find us on our social media links. Talk to us. Have conversations with us. Reach out to us. Get engaged. If you have questions, ask questions. Um, So either way, uh, we love you. God bless you. And have a blessed, blessed week.